bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's home prices rise at slower pace in April as demand ebbs, and well-known comedy firm was fined 13.4 million yuan for inappropriate joke. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's new home prices in major cities grew at a slower pace in April, official data showed Wednesday. Average new home prices in 17 major Chinese cities rose 0.32% in April from a month earlier, slowing from the 0.44% month-over-month increase recorded in March, according to media calculations based on official data. In April, seven out of the 70 cities surveyed by the National Bureau of Statistics reported price falls for new homes from the previous month compared with five cities in March, and 34 cities saw pre-owned home prices down in April. Largest Chinese cities reported bigger price gains from a month earlier in April. New home prices in Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou and Shenzhen increased 0.4% month-on-month, 0.1% point higher than March, while price increases in medium-sized and small cities slowed to 0.4% and 0.2% respectively. The increase of sales prices for second-hand housing in four first-tier cities fell 0.3 percentage point to a month-on-month increase of 0.2%, and the figure turned flat from the previous increase for second- and third-tier cities. In annualized terms, the April home prices in first-tier cities grew, while the prices declined across second- and third-tier cities lowed, data from the NBS showed. Positive changes have been seen in real estate sales data released yesterday. The value of China's residential home sales rose by 11% over the first four months. Total sales of commercial housing prices in the first four months decreased 0.4% year-on-year, while the decline narrowed 1.4 percentage points compared with the first three months. However, investment in real estate sector remains sluggish, which fell 6.2% in April, deeper than a 5.8% drop seen in March. An MBS spokesperson said Tuesday that the overall real estate market is in a period of adjustment and continued effort are needed to stabilize the real estate market. In the next stage, as the economy recovers, the policies to stabilize the real estate market take effect and market expectations improve, the real estate market is expected to gradually stabilize. Moving on to some regional highlights, China will increase flights to and from the five countries of Central Asia in a bid to strengthen regional connectivity and economic exchanges, according to the country's aviation regulator on Tuesday. Xi'an, capital of northwest China's Shanxi province, would open an air route to Dushanbei, capital of Tajikistan, on Thursday. Over the weekend, Xi'an Xianyang International Airport opened the route to Ashgabat, the capital of Turkmenistan. The Xi'an Romchi Ashgabat route is scheduled to be operated every Saturday. The city, which is the starting point of the Asian Silk Road and host city of the upcoming China Central Asia Summit, will have passenger air routes to all Central Asian countries, according to the Civil Aviation Administration of China on Tuesday. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. 
China's central bank plans to issue 25 billion yuan worth of bills in the Hong Kong SDR on May 23rd. After total central bank bills worth 10 billion yuan will mature in three months, and the other 15 billion yuan will mature in one year, the People's Bank of China said Wednesday. The northbound trading of the Swap Connect scheme between the Chinese mainland and Hong Kong bond markets that launched on Monday has its first day's turnover at 8.2 billion yuan amid keen investor interest. 20 market makers and 27 foreign investors made 162 Chinese yuan interest rate swap transactions on Monday, data from the Foreign Exchange Trading Center showed. Next on Instagram Company News, China's top economic planner approved 56 fixed-asset investment projects in the first four months of the year, which combined investment totaling 378.4 billion yuan, official data showed Wednesday. The projects were mainly in the high-tech, energy and water conservancy industries, according to the National Development and Reform Commission. In April alone, 14 FAI projects worth 98 billion yuan were approved, the data showed. The cloud service providers of Chinese tech giants Tencent Holdings and the world's biggest telecoms carrier China Mobile follow Alibaba Cloud in saying they will slash the prices of some products. Tencent Cloud will lower the cost of cloud servers in some regions by as much as 40% and that of database products by 25% from June the 1st, it said yesterday. China Mobile Cloud said the same day that it will trim the fees for its general-purpose entry-level cloud hosting and general-purpose network-optimizing cloud hosting by 60% from today, while the cost of its cloud security center and cloud hard disk backup will be halved. BYD has confirmed that the Chinese new energy vehicle and battery giants plans to continue its expansion in Vietnam, media reported today. During a visit to Vietnam, BYD's chairman Wang Tranfu met with Vietnamese Deputy Prime Minister Tran Hong Ha and pledged that carmaker will introduce its best net manufacturing and assembly technology into Vietnam to serve the local market and its export to Southeast Asian countries. Wang hoped Vietnam will provide favorable conditions for BYD to complete the investment process so that it can quickly invest in electric vehicles in the country and start selling them throughout Southeast Asia. The Shenzhen-based firm also plans to create a local supply chain. Chinese authorities fined a startup comedy operator about 13.35 million yuan and suspended its programming in Beijing indefinitely after a comedian joked about a military slogan last weekend. The talk show company Xiaoguo Culture and comedian Li Haoshi caused grave insults to the People's Liberation Army in two performances in Beijing on May 13. Beijing's Municipal Cultural and Tourism Bureau said in a statement on Wednesday. Xiaoguo said that it accepted all criticism and punishment, would deeply reflect on its errors and would not run away from its responsibilities, in a statement after the fines were handed out. The company also announced the immediate termination of its contract with Li and vowed to tighten up internal management and strengthen staff training. Daiwei, the controversial founder of failed Chinese bike-sharing firm Ofo, which still owns millions in unrefunded deposits, has opened a new coffee chain in the United States, media reported today. 
Similar to Luckin Coffee, the new venture About Time Coffee allows customers to place orders via mobile apps, which also offers boba coffee that costs from six to seven U.S. dollars, while its standard coffees are priced from three to six dollars. Insiders said the chain has raised over ten million U.S. dollars for a valuation of forty million dollars. Chinese provider of contract research, development, and manufacturing services Wuxi Biologics will produce German biopharmaceutical company Influvrex's COVID-19 drug. Wuxi Biologics signed a manufacturing cooperation agreement with Influvrex for the production of GoHybic. The firm announced late yesterday without revealing any further detail. Xianyu Alibaba Group Holdings app for secondhand goods said it would start charging certain sellers a fee from June 6. Sellers who get more than 10 orders a month worth a total of over 10,000 yuan will be charged 1% of the transaction value for each order after the excess, Xianyu announced yesterday. Earnings Reports Express Baidu reported a net profit of 5.83 billion yuan in the first quarter of this year, marking a significant turnaround from the net loss of 885 million yuan in the same period last year. And the adjusted net profit witnessed a 48% increase, reaching 5.73 billion yuan. During the same period, Baidu's total revenues reached 31.1 billion yuan, a 10% year-on-year increase. Within this, revenue from Baidu's core business amounted to 23 billion yuan, showing an 8% year-on-year growth. This figure includes online marketing revenue of 16.6 billion yuan, a 6% increase compared to the previous year, and non-online marketing revenue of 6.4 billion yuan, which saw an 11% yearly rise. Meanwhile, Baidu's online video platform ITE generated a revenue of 8.3 billion yuan, up 15% from a year ago. Two-thirds of this, or 5.5 billion yuan, came from its membership services. Net profits surged over two and a half times to 618.1 million yuan. Heat drama The Knockout generated the highest membership revenue for a new release, while other new dramas were also well-received, it said. Original content, including The Knockout, made up 70% of the live streamers' dramas released over the period, the highest proportion ever. During the quarter, ITE reported an average daily subscribing member count of 129 million. Switching gears to financial news. Foreign direct investment in the Chinese mainland in natural use expanded 2.2% year-on-year in the first four months to 499.5 billion yuan, the Ministry of Commerce said Wednesday. Foreign investment in manufacturing rose 4.1% to reach 130 billion yuan, while high-tech manufacturing surged 37%. Growths in investment from France and the UK are the highest, jumping 567% and 324% respectively. China's securities watchdog on Tuesday ordered online brokers Futur Holdings and Up Fintech Holding to remove their apps from China's mainland app stores. In separate statements yesterday, the pair said they will pull Tiger International and Futur Niu Niu from mainland app stores tomorrow and on May 19, respectively as required by the China Securities Regulatory Commission. Mainland users who have already downloaded the apps can continue to use them, up fintech and Futu said, adding that users in other countries and regions can continue to download and use the apps normally. 
And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock markets, Chinese stocks closed slightly lower on Wednesday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.2% and the Shenzhen Components sliding 0.1%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index also ended 2.1% lower and the tech index fell 2.2%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.